You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. part of the episode where we talk about all the drama that's on the internet. Ooh, child. This is juicy. Ooh, child. We are back and you know this part of the segment drama. I know I know y'all saw Marriage Boot Camp. I know y'all did. Tahari and Vado, they do not need to be together. They really don't. Because when they go at it, they get toxic. Like, anybody that watched it saw that Vado pretty much about to choke the shit out of Tahari. Like, Dr. Ishla fine chocolate ass, little chocolate drop. He had to jump in and stop them. You know, like, he, and 
there's no reason for him to put hands on her. None whatsoever. However, she hit the man in the head with two apples. And you know what? I know when a motherfucker get mad when they change colors and ain't talking because I'm one of them motherfuckers. When I get mad, I'm, y'all, I'm already a chocolate drop, drop myself, as y'all can see from the pictures. But baby, when I get mad, your girl gets blue-black. Like, it's the blackest black you've ever seen. It's so black, you didn't know black even existed when I get angry. That's how angry I get. Like, I literally turn colors. Vado is one of those people that when they get mad, they literally turn darker, turn colors. And when they start turning colors, they dangerous because they hold it in all that rage and anger. And y'all know how the cartoons used to be growing up and shit where the little man be angry, the little woman be angry. And you see the little heat star going up from the bottom of their feet all the way to the top and they little boop blows. That's what Vado had today. That's what him had had on um, marriage boot camp uh, hip hop edition. Yeah, he. Okay, this had all started, y'all, right? How Tahari got choked up. It's not funny and it's not cool. He he shouldn't have choked her up like that. For real, for real. But she shouldn't have hit him in the face with no two hard ass green granny apple ass apples. Y'all know them green apples is the hardest motherfuckers in the world. Them bitches be hard. If a motherfucker gonna hit me with an apple, could it be the red soft ones? The, the Washington red soft ones. Because I know it's a, oh, it ain't going to hurt. But if you hit me in the face with a green apple and it's big, them bitches hurt. But this is why that happened. They had a drill today where when they woke up, they had they were locked in their room. And they had to figure their way out to get out. Um, Hazel and Devon did not participate because if y'all know what had happened last week, you know... Devon had kind of got into it because um, she was in her phone and he didn't like that bullshit. But anyway, they was gone. They didn't participate in the first part of the um, of the thank you for my cue. (laughs) They didn't um, for the first part. They weren't there. Um, because Hazel had to go to the hospital. And as we already know, Hazel has welcomed into the world a beautiful baby. But as we all know, this was taped prior to her having a baby. So we find out that Hazel is pregnant. And, um, which is awesome. You know, I think everyone should be a mother, you know, at least have that feeling of being a mother and raising kids and stuff because there's so many women that can't you know so I'm happy that they getting their bullshit together but they didn't participate in that one they all had to find their ways out of the room one was blindfolded and the other one wasn't and they had to talk to each other find their way out and it was switched up okay everybody got out Phaedra wasn't even trying to help her little fine ass man she wasn't even trying to help him 
She just laid in the bed. And I'm like, Phaedra, get up and help. Faye, Faye, you smart. Come on, bruh. But they eventually got out the room. And then after that, you know, they had another drill where they put these shock bracelets on each other. And they shock each other every time the other one does something that they don't like. So, you know, like uh, Willie and Shonda, anytime Willie wasn't listening or rolling his eyes, wasn't paying attention to what she was saying to him, she could shock him. The only one that did not have the shock bracelet on was Hazel because she was early in her pregnancy. So, Devon had a water gun for her, which was cute. You know, he had, he had to shoot her ass a couple of times, but it was cute. And that was the best that was the best thing anyway. She shouldn't be having voltage and you're possibly having a baby and, you know, you was possibly spotting and stuff like that. You know, that's not cool. So, but anyway, Vado and Tahari, they took that shocking shit to a whole different level. Because, yeah, Willie and Shonda, they was, of course, they was mad as hell because when they was locked in a room, one part... Uh, they asked, Shonda had to ask Willie how many women have he cheated on her with, and he threw out a number 12, which is like, damn. Like, y'all been married 15 years, and you didn't cheat on her with 12 different women, and he was like, oh, that's, I don't know, that's a ballpark figure. It could have been fucking more, but I understand she was devastated, and not really devastated, but hurt, because she knew that it was a possibility of cheating, but it was more as a Damn, bruh. For real, bruh. Yo, bitches, for real, bruh. You know? But let's hope that's all that's behind them. But back to the shocking. So everybody had to get their little shocks in. But Tahari and Vado, they was just shocking each other just to be shocking each other. You look funny, shock. You say you said something funny, shock. You talking crazy, shock. So Vado got mad and Tahari got mad. Tahari got so mad, she took her shock uh, bracelet off. And she was shocking the shit out of Vado. So, once the end of the exercise was over, you know, they went in the house and they were still arguing, still going back at it, still arguing, still arguing. So, Tahari goes completely ham. And, you know, you know you argue with your companion. You know, argument is an argument. Every relationship has one. It is what it is. But baby, she picked up two apples and hit that man's face with them two apples, threw them, and then told him to go make some applesauce or something. You hit this man in the face with two, like I said, Granny Smith, them green ass motherfucking apples, y'all. You hear me, y'all? Them green, big ass sour-ass apples that's hard as your ass when it came out the gym type apples. She popped him in the motherfucking face with twice. Not once, but twice. Not one time, but two times. Shit. And he turned colors and he didn't say a word. So when they got time to know, start talking with Dr. Isha and Judge, get ready to talk to Judge Taller to start going over, you know, what happened and why was each couple getting shocked and shit? They got to Vado. Baby. All he did was just choke, jumped on top of Tahara and choked her and was hollering about 
you know, she hit me in the fucking face with some apples. I could really fucking hurt you. I could really fucking hurt you. I was like, whoa. Like, bro, I feel you, but you can't jump on her and choke her like that. And the whole argument, like I said, the whole argument is over because I feel her. If me and you are together, you shouldn't be talking to your baby mama, your exes about me and you because what's going on between me and you ain't none of their business. You feels me? So that was her whole issue. But baby, he jumped on top of Tahari. That's about They jumped on top of Tahari. Baby. Dr. Ish had to get Vado off of her. Like he literally had to pull him off of her and was telling him, you can't put your hands on her like that, man. You can't do that. But she hit me in the face with two fucking apples, man. And I know that shit hurt because he turned a whole different color. Ladies and gentlemen, when you are with a motherfucker in the relationship and you make them angry and they turn a different color on your ass, that that ain't the motherfucker you need to be with. Like, it's something wrong with them. They crazy. Like, it's something wrong with them that you get a whole different color. Like, do you need water? That's why we heard the little water thing. Do, did you need water? Are you thirsty? Motherfuckers, you drying up? Is the anger really enveloping you that much to you to start changing colors? And I can speak for that. Yes, it does. But I've gotten better over the years. I'm better. But anytime motherfuckers colors, you stay clear from them until they color tones start coming back. You know what I'm saying? To the color stone cards start coming back down. Because baby, he jumped on her and it was no, really no words spoken, just jumped on her. As soon as they got to him, he just jumped on her and he was choking the shit out of her. Wasn't nobody been there. If it gets to that point, you don't need to be with a person like that. Like, it's not even worth it. What's the, what's the point? Like, this is because once a motherfucker put their hands on you one time, what's to stop them from doing it the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time? And then that first time might not kill you. That second time might kill you. And some motherfuckers put their hands on you one time and that first time will kill you. That goes for men and women. Because there are some men out here that's being abused. But no, baby. Ain't no way. Mm-mm. So, ooh, child. That's the drama with Mary Boot Cam reality uh, hip-hop stars. Because that shit was intense. Very intense. Corrupt and Tony are doing better. They doing much better, but he still got a lot of demons he's fighting. And we still praying that he get that taken care of. But baby, Tahari, she needs to um Yeah. Y'all need to be together. Y'all like that and he'll do that in front of a crowd, a room full of people. He will fucking choke you in front of a room full of people. What do he do behind closed doors? Or what has he done behind closed doors? I'm not accusing no one of anything. I'm just saying your 
reputation speaks for itself. If you got a reputation of putting your hands on a motherfucker in front of a camera crew, people and everything else, what would you do to them if none of these people were here? Just put it out there. Just, just saying. Just saying. Be careful. Be careful. Ladies and gents, just be careful. But y'all need to catch up on that. Marriage boot camp. That, that shit was lit. Off the chain lit. Also in other news, other drama news, um, Kim and Kanye West. Now, um, they were caught pretty much Kim crying in the car and Kanye looked like they were having a screaming match in the car and Kim was very upset. What people need to understand and realize that when you're dealing with someone that is bipolar, bipolar and that's manic depressant. Like they can go so manic to where they can tear up the whole world and don't give a fuck. But it's not like they don't give a fuck. It's because they're at that manic state or they could be so depressed to where they will literally do harm to themselves. And like I said, it's not intentional, but it's because it's the way the imbalance is in the brain and the way this mental illness works. Like I say, I suffer with depression myself and I'm not afraid to say it. And when you're off your medication, and that's what any medication, I don't care if you're taking an antibiotic or if you're taking something for a headache or if you're taking something for menstrual cramps. Any medication that you own at the time, once you start taking that medication, you're going to have some adverse side effects because your body hasn't had it in its, it hasn't been in your system in a while. Now, we don't know if or how long Kanye if or has been off his medication. We don't know that. We don't know. And I know speaking from someone looking at someone with that disorder all you can do is cry because you sit there and look at them like you know you could tell that they're sick you could tell that they're sick and but they don't know that they're sick that's the part they don't understand and don't know the ramifications of how sick they really are so my heart goes out to Kim because mental illness is a motherfucker. And, you know, black people in the black community, we don't like to talk about it. We don't like to speak on it. But that's wrong. That's the problem now. You know, she knows that he's at a manic rent stage and she's trying to bring him down to calm him down. You know, he went, you know, with this presidency thing, trying to run for president. Kanye, as much as we would probably love for Ye to be president, now it ain't the time, bruh. Now it ain't the time, bruh. You, you got to get your mind right and get your... So you can think clearly. Right now, he is not thinking clearly at all. He's, he's in that manic stage. And... He came, you can, you can tell 
He came from out of the depressive stage when he did that little quote unquote rape. He was more in his depressive stage. Now he's in that manic stage. And if allegedly he was on medication or allegedly off his medication and now he's getting back on it. Yes. Kim is going to see some adverse side effects. That's why I say I'm praying for her. And, you know, she she needs all the strength she can because she's dealing with it and she has to talk to her kids about it. She has to make sure her children are fully aware that, you know, that is sick right now. You know, we all are praying for Kanye to get well and get better. So let's just keep them in our prayers, you know, because. They, they really need it right now. And the kids is going through it. They don't need to see their daddy on a rampage like this and their mama just upset and crying. I don't wish that on no kid. I don't even wish that on my enemy's kids. Now, I might want to bust my enemy in the head with a brick. I'm not saying that, allegedly. But far as I wouldn't wish that on my enemy's kids, like, that's so bad. Also... In um, other news today, um, with my deepest sympathy and heartfelt regret, I hate to announce that um, Herman Cain died today, and he was diagnosed with the coronavirus. Now, anyone that doesn't know who Herman Cain was, um, Herman Cain came from, you know, simple upbringings. He had his own pizza restaurant. He used to work for Coca-Cola. You know, he was a hands-on man and he got into um, politics and he actually tried to run for president. I want to say in 2011 for the 2012 election, I want to say. And he's also a black Republican. And he was actually at the Republican Party that Trump had back here when everybody was in the rally. And some people wore their masks and some didn't. He was actually there with him and his family, some of his family. And they said he did have the coronavirus. And they're saying that's what he passed away from at the tender age of 74. You know, so he he was another trailblazer, you know, and my heart goes out to him and his family. Um, Not only that. Um, my heart really goes out to him and his family. So, yes, as we are also mourning the death of Mr. Um, Herman Cain, as again said, he passed away at the age of 74 from the coronavirus. And it's real out here and people don't think it's real, but... Um, my heart goes out to his family. Also, on this Thursday, um, we put to rest another trailblazer of equal and civil rights. Mr. John Lewis was buried today. They had his funeral. Uh, Barack Obama spoke at his funeral. Um, and he was laid to rest to burial today. So condolences still go out to the family of 
Mr. John Robert Lewis. And also, my deepest condolences goes out to the family of Mr. Herman Kane. You both will truly be missed. And that will be the end of this podcast today. As I say every time I end the podcast, if no one told you they love you, I do. And the reason I say that at the end of every segment is because, you know, there's so much depression going on right now. There's so much people are enduring, especially during this pandemic, and people are locked away from their families, locked away from their friends, locked away from the world. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do not have, you know, immediate family with them or really close friends. There are a lot of people out there that are loners. And there are some people out there that have the most amazing and hundreds and thousands of people around them at every point in time, but still feel alone. You know, it's it's crazy how the human psyche, human mind works. That we are a species that work better and do better when we are in a group. No matter how smart, how educated, how many leaders there are, you know, we are just a species that works well and thrive well and thrive longer on, you know, social interactions. You know, even if it's just talking, you know, just letting that person or these people know that there is an ear listening, that they are not alone. Because during this time, so many people feel and especially during depression, that they are alone. And you are not alone. I am here to tell you that you are not alone. And you can overcome this. That is the reason why I always end every one of my broadcasts with saying, I love you, which I really do. And if did nobody tell you today, I'm telling you. No, because everyone needs love, no matter how strong or determined or how much of a pedestal you think that person is. They're still human, just like you. And they need that social interaction and that socialization just to feel human. You know, feel what our species is supposed to feel, whether it's joy, anger, heartbreak, hurt, we still need that interaction with each other. So that's why I say that. So as I say, no one told you they love you. I do. I love you. And remember to do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Good night.